Hunnic Outcast here from Hunnic Outcasts, and you're listening to the BS Network. Hi, this is Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch, and when I say Pleakley, I mean it's really pathetic 59-year-old Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall, stupid head, and you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee! Woohoo! Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way Podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us today. We are talking about a couple of news stories, including post-COVID visit to the Magic Kingdom. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on the show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment where we focus on your entertainment and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. As always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. This new intro, man, fire me up, man. I like it. It's fun. It's fresh. It's exciting. It's new. It's new. It's just everything's just so out there. I just want to just hug myself. <laughs> All of, just you hug yourself. I did. Like a straight jacket. Nothing's wrong with loving yourself. How, about, how often do you love yourself in a week? <laughs> how much time you got? <laughs> and speaking of loving yourself, uh, we have a resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. Hi, Lee. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Hey, what's up? Fantastic. All right. Wacky weather, man. Lee. All right. Show. Yeah. What's going on out there? A lot of crappy weather. That's what's going on. Yeah, man. I was like, going to ask you, Lee, are you getting any of uh, the effects of that Hannah hurricane that's coming through? It's pouring down. And um, yeah, it's jacked up my whole pool situation, man. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, it, the outside pool. Mr. Turtles yeah. overflowing? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Slip and slide. What's happening? Yeah, man. Well, guys, look, if you haven't had a chance to, make sure you go over to our YouTube channel because Lee just released the latest this past weekend. and uh, Especially for you, Eli. Lee, tell them what you what you cooked this weekend, uh, uh, Lee. Eli, what did I? What did we think I made this week on the? If he did it for you, what do you think he did for cooking magic? What turkey did you cook turkey leg, yeah, turkey legs, smoked turkey legs, y'all. Ooh, okay. Yeah. How'd it come out? Pretty good, man. I I don't know if it's authentic Disney recipe because I think it's better, but uh, <laughs> and and my turkey leg wasn't all pink like a, like a big piece of ham. But uh, it was flavorful. It was tasty. But uh, yeah, I thought it turned out pretty good, man. I'll check so, that yeah, out, check sir. Out. I would yeah. check that out. When was your turkey leg comically huge? No, that was that was part of the problem. Like I cannot find like the ostrich leg sized turkey legs. You, you, know, you can't just go down to the grocery store and buy those. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. I think on I, that. I said on the video like you must have to own a theme park to be able to get because. <laughs> You know, a Renaissance festival or something, because uh, yeah, there's those cannot be found in your uh, your uh, average grocery store. No, no, no. That's what the, you get those turkey legs every single time one of those ostriches gets in front of your safari vehicle in uh, Kilimanjaro. <laughs> yeah, whenever that happens, that, yeah. they just oh shoot, we hit the ostrich. All right, legs, legs. Yeah. Good opportunity. <laughs> well, guys, look, today's show, man, we're talking about a couple pieces of news, man. We're talking about the movie releases that have been uh, put on hiatus. 
And uh, also, too, a couple of uh, contraband things that were caught at the International Gateway at Epcot. In our main segment, we got Downs on the Grounds Dads coming on. The grounds. Downs, Downs on the Grounds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're talking about their visit, their first visit to the Magic Kingdom post-COVID. Or actually, not post-COVID, but in COVID In COVID. Yeah. yeah. Downs post. on the ground. They escaped. Post-COVID, it's over? Yeah, no, I, was, I caught myself <laughs> when I said that. It's like, no, it's, it's still ongoing as of this podcast. That is crazy. That's uh, amazing. So we got a lot to talk about, y'all. So enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some magic. Be our guest be our guest put our service to the test tie your napkin and here we are in guest services and this is a segment in which we get to this oh shit i forgot what you service you the listener you the listener oh my god it's been so long but we have a great one we wanted to make sure that we recognize today dan i'm gonna turn it over to you so you can take the lead on this yeah i just wanted to give a shout out to al uh he emailed us uh, about the last show that we did which was well not the last show i guess it would have been the show before the show that, before that yeah about the COVID thing with the mask we had a lot of people reach out to us on facebook but he actually emailed the show and we just and outlined some things sent me a link and we chatted and he was a really cool guy and so i just wanted to say thanks for the email and thanks for listening man really appreciate it yeah, we definitely appreciate you. Anytime our listeners uh, reach out to us, uh, we will respond to you, uh, hopefully in a timely manager. Uh, so stay tuned at the end of the show if you want to learn more ways to get in touch with us. But you can definitely shoot us an email at showupmagicarway.com. Weekends, ladies and gentlemen, Dateline, Saturday, July 25th, 2020. And this is a segment in which we discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. First up, there are a couple of movies, things that are being delayed by Disney. Uh-oh. First of all, Mulan is no longer being released on August 21st and is now unset on the Disney calendar. Indefinitely, as it were. Ooh. Second thing, all dated Star Wars films and Avatar sequels have been pushed back one year on the calendar. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, the last thing, the company says that theater closures and production shutdowns during the global coronavirus pandemic caused it to make a number of adjustments to its slate. So who knows what's coming out in Disney's theater world? Oh, boy. uh, For the rest of this year. Yeah. uh, Okay. So Mulan. Mulan indefinitely. Yeah. It's not really. I'm not that concerned about that. Were y'all looking forward to Mulan a lot? I mean. Probably more so than oh, the Avatar kind of, sequels. Yeah. I know that. Oh, yeah. I if I had to rank it with those three, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, it's got the Geisha book, so it would have been inspiration, but the, yeah. I the outrage from the people who are like, oh, no, the Avatar sequels aren't coming out. Did oh, yeah. Did y'all catch that? Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm totally not worried about that. <laughs> you can stay blue for all I care. Put on a mask. Well, the Star Wars films, I'm like, Star Wars films? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was done with that. I just know the Mandalorian coming out in October is according to what they're you saying. Know, that's that's what's it. so weird about that, that they took the opportunity to go ahead and announce, oh yeah, we have to delay our Star Wars films. And it's like, y'all don't even have a script. Nobody's been casted. Right. <laughs> You're not even scouting locations. No principal photography is being, nothing is being done. The idea that you need to postpone something that isn't even close to a process of being ready to move forward, yeah. uh, ready to shoot, uh, that's just, I think that's just some, oh, yeah, 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 we had this whole thing figured out. We knew exactly what we were going to do with the next three films, but, you know, but 
what can we do, guys? COVID. Maybe they want like an internet like backlash for fans. Like, oh no, you what do you mean you're, you're canceling this Star Wars? I, I want to see it. I want to see it. So be like, oh god, people still want to see this franchise. Awesome, <laughs> you know. Check the box. Well, Lee, what do you think about all this? Do you feel very strongly about any of these being delayed? Or are you sad? Are you crying? Are you making your beard wet with tears? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wet with something else. But uh mm. ah, Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. <laughs> <Hey. Ugh. laughs> uh, or it should be somebody I should I was gonna hey, say. You know, I mean, you know. But uh I mean uh, nothing really that I just had to see. I would really was probably looking forward to Mulan just because to see how it did against some of the other live action whatever's, but you know, it's not the end of the world. Avatar who like I could give two shits, really. Like I, I didn't even know there was a date for Avatar, so who cares? There was a date for uh, Mulan more so than Avatar. Yeah, yeah I thought that, that was more on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, thing so. that I'm worried about is like by the time because you've seen this a lot where the distribution studios are doing one of two things: they're either putting these out on video on demand, and you're paying 19.99 every time to to watch these things until they allow you to finally just buy it for 19.99, or they are like, okay, we're just going to kick the can down the road and open it you know, months later or next year. A lot of stuff is getting moved to the following year. Uh, it makes me wonder, I mean, who thinks that movie theaters are even going to be around because by the time movie theaters do open up again, they're not going to have any movies to show. Yeah, pretty much. And on top of that, they got to still pay to get the movie to display, which they don't have any capital to start with. It's almost like if you're a movie theater, it doesn't do you any good to open up until it's 2021. Yeah, they're trying to get these things open because they're like, what, five billion? AMC is like, like what, five billion in the hole yeah, right now? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I Easily. Yeah. I mean, Broadway shows and stuff are shuttered up until January from what I saw. So I, hey, I don't a lot have of anything popcorn. going on. That's a lot of popcorn to sell to make up for that. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know how they don't go into bankruptcy by the end of the year if they don't open up and they start can't start making any money. But yeah, every single new film that's scheduled to come out is like, nope, video on demand or next year. Sorry. We're going to have an influx of everything next year. Yeah. Because yeah. the only thing they got going on so far is uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has four shows left. And that should kind of butt up against the release of the, the season two of The Mandalorian coming in this fall. And other than the random things that they're releasing on Disney Plus, what else? What, what, are, else? what do you got? I don't know. You what do you got? They, they announced that they're going to do Aladdin. They're going to release that kind of like they did Hamilton, like the live broadcast of that. Ugh. They did the Disney Cruise thing, you know, uh, the, the Tangled show and the Disney Cruise. They put that out recently. Uh, but yeah, the, the two main franchises so far, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The Mandalorian 2. Like, uh, not 2. Second season. That's that's all I know of. Is am I missing something as far as what what we can expect from Disney going forward? Where's Black Widow? Is Black Widow in Jungle Cruise has that officially been pushed to 2021 or is is that still in flux? I know, like Black Widow was because that was been supposed to come up. But I think they held off on that one. Well, they definitely held off on it, but when did they hold off on it till? Well, I pulled up my trusty computer box here and I discovered that Jungle Cruise has been delayed to 2021. Uh, Black Widow, there hasn't been an announcement as of this show, but it's set to release November 6, 2020. So maybe we might hear something the closer we get to November. Who knows? Maybe they're hanging on for dear life, hoping that they can still release it. Uh, but yeah, Jungle Cruise was uh, supposed to come out July. It's not, obviously didn't happen because it's July 25th. It was supposed to be yesterday. Not happening. So they pushed that back to 2021. Mm. Mm. The mm. rock says you got to wait. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I mean, do you really see anything happening at all until at least... 21 you know what you you want to hope so i mean we're still in july i mean that's another what 
Half months. a year? Five <laughs> months of this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. a little bit more. I mean, yeah. who wants to think of not being able to take your kids out trick-or-treating? Who wants to think about, you know, not being able to go visit relatives on Christmas? I mean, yeah, it, I'm with you. I mean, does it look like everything's going to change? No. But I mean, you're, I mean, we ain't exactly going in the right direction right now. That's all I'm saying. That, yeah, no, I, I couldn't <laughs> you know? agree more. Well, Malikans, ladies and gentlemen, and my esteemed colleagues, may I suggest that us as the Magic Ori podcast uh, take the responsibility of entertaining our Disney constituents. Doing the best we can, man. Just doing our part on the front lines, you know, in the bubble. In the bubble. We're in the bubble. I don't know if you told y'all, uh, but yeah, we uh, we have secluded the uh, Magic Our Way Studios. That's right, yeah. And Eli sleeps on the couch and I sleep on the love seat and Kevin sleeps is sitting up yes yeah i do <laughs> that's, that's hanging, how i like it hanging from the ceiling right <laughs> uh, i only travel between this house and my house and that's it i don't yes. go anywhere else so yeah. yeah we quarantine and uh that's about it i mean so we do our best to stay healthy so we can bring you this show and Absolutely. we've kept going throughout this whole pandemic to bring you the magic man that, that's the best thing even when the magic's all broken even when there's no good news right that's the magic coming just out making of the magic. stuff happen but we'll bring you some history because there's a lot, a lot of history we're going to bring to you guys too they're coming down the pipes as well as love yes as well as love it is but yeah we'll be there right with you guys all through this man so uh, stick with us we'll take you through this um we'll we'll, you know whatever reach out to us let us know what you want to hear from the magic area podcast and we'll see what we can do show at magicary.com and the second news story to break this week is a woman by the name of unique smith unique unique monique i don't know if it's unique (laughs) or unique i like smith i don't know it's it's spelled uniquely. <laughs> why unique? It's it is why why unique Smith. Why unique was yeah 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 yeah. She was arrested for what? Uh, well, you know, she tried to get through Epcot's International Gateway, and uh, she happened to have two firearms and oh twenty grams of cannabis. Whoa! According to Orlando Sentinel article, she just wow. tried to see straight. That's it. And by going into the International Gateway, I can only imagine that she was looking to have a good time in the World Showcase. Or shoot some people that came close to her without a mask. <laughs> Six feet, mother. Yeah, you know what I said. What I said. That's how you social distance. That's it. That's COVID <laughs> with you. Um, but anyway, the Orlando Sentinel article says that she was in line with an adult man and their seven-month-old daughter. Oh wow! And her seven-month-old son. Mm. And they found a semi-auto nine-millimeter handgun in plain God view. Damn. <laughs> a semi-auto. I mean, like. It wasn't even like, oh, I just got this little bitty pistol. I'm sorry. I didn't even notice. It's just so, it's a little bitty gun. I didn't even notice it was in my bag. Look at your little and pistol. The- oh, it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't let Carl the Max. term semi-autos. They're all semi-auto. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. okay. Well, that, that tells you that tells you who, which of us is a gun owner. I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good <laughs> but it doesn't matter what the caliber is you really shouldn't no. bring that to a family no park. you should <laughs> and you shouldn't have it in plain view as the Disney security guard said yeah wow. like I can understand like accidentally packing one but two <laughs> I mean, gotta have backup in the dapper bag <laughs> how bad was how bad is the the baby got to do you got to pull a gun out <laughs> well that's very unique why unique there you go she was unique with that I, I think like, why the heck uh, why <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I think she was taking a rap for her man. That's what I think. You think the man like, but who's no one's walking into a park with two guns and children like, you know, I, I doubt that they were going in there like it'd be one thing if this was a guy by himself and they discovered, you know, something like a gun in there. And you're like, oh, I'm glad they got that dude because but you're going in there with a 
two small children. How old were yeah. they again? They were, I think, One was seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven, uh, seven. Seven month old. Seven month old and a seven year old. Yeah, because oh they put it in the diaper bag. God. Yeah. Seven I mean, come seven. on. Why you put weapons and weed in a diaper bag? That's you know a, how close it is. If it's in a diaper bag, that means it's in the stroller where the kid's sitting. Which means like the kid's like right up against the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did y'all forget that was in there? I mean, it's like, did you not realize you had? Man, this diaper bag's a little bit heavier. <laughs> Again, one, yes, I can see them. They forgot their one. Maybe they had a, a uh, what do you, what do you, uh, the carry license? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a concealed carry. Concealed, concealed carry. carry. But they didn't have it. Yeah, they didn't it have it. It was that. a his and hers weapon, of course. Oh, was it? Yes, yeah. It's kind of like the love toilet, but different. <laughs> was it monogram? Oh, it might have been, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> one was pink, one was blue. They had initials. It was, uh, you know, gold plated. <laughs> but they had sexy. no concealed carry permit. For what I, I don't know. I, I, no, I'm I saying they didn't. Did. Yeah, they didn't. But why a diaper bag is my question. Like, but why bring it in the first place? Well, that's even a better question. I want to know about the cannabis. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's right. It's like a, it's a tough thing to, to to choose. But I think the cannabis makes more sense as to why you would bring a weapon in. Park. Do you think it was a drug deal? I've really like said that in my mind. Like, okay, that's two guns and a pretty decent amount of weed. Like. I don't know, dude. I mean, that, yeah, that sounds like a little bit more than just two people would need, right? It sounds like a little more than recreational. I don't know. How much is 20 milligrams of a uh, pot? Well, it depends on, on what the inflation rate is, right, in the in that state. So, but if they bring in guns <laughs> as well. Wait, what? <laughs> inflation, that's a thing. Oh, it's less than an ounce. Less than an ounce? Oh, okay. Then maybe, maybe I misheard. Yeah. Well, that's 800 bucks. 800 bucks? At least. They're going to go through living with the land, and they're going to pl- drop some of those seeds in there. Boom. <laughs> boom. Hydroponics. Oh, oh okay. what, if they, what if there were people learning to, like, when the peanuts are in the ground, that aren't real peanut shells? I mean, you know. Like, like fake marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your I, THC right here. There you go. Go ahead. Be happy. I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, it could be a drug deal, but the damn, like, whoever was supposed to buy it, I guess they were really pissed that day. I know. They they wanted to make journey into your imagination more tolerable. Well, they journeyed into the security office, too. That yeah, that, or they had a party at the Odyssey they had to get to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they had a rave. Bring it on, baby. Yeah, Man, yeah that's that just... How did they? What part of the plan when they say, "Okay, we got to bring this by security"? Maybe they figured that since it was COVID and there weren't as many people in the park, maybe they figured that there wouldn't be as much security to watch people. But if there's any time where there's more security than normal, it's during this period. I would, I would. Well, say. you know, the funny thing is, this Orlando Sentinel article ends their article with this. A few, and I quote, a few times every year, a Disney goer is caught with a gun at Disney Springs or going through security at theme parks. Yeah, we've, we've, we've covered yeah, we've at least covered one other story yeah. before. Yeah. I just can imagine like the dude's like, hey, unique, uh, stay here, uh, give me a gun. I got to go uh, on a drug deal. And Unique's like, well, where is it? Uh, Disney World. Let's bring the kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You, you've a- been telling them we're going to take them to Disney. You're not going to go to Disney by yourself and yeah. not take these kids. How do you set up that deal? It's like, say, bro, uh, go to row H, seat number six, <laughs> and you seat and seat number seven. And we'll make the deal right there. That's American right. Adventure. Look, you just go ahead. I'm going to take the diaper bag that got Phineas and Ferb on it. And I'm going to go ahead and leave it on the chair. Now, you go ahead and take the cash that's got Mickey Mouse wallet in it. You leave that in the front of the you know relaxation station. And, yeah, we're good. Now, brown paper back exchange like casino. Yeah. <laughs> you can have the guns and the cannabis, but you can't have both. How lucky were the kids, though? I mean, seriously, because it's like, oh, 
Sorry, sorry, kids. Mom and dad got to go to jail, but uh, here you are in Disney. Yeah, at least you got to see it. <laughs> Let's take you on some rides. While my, bye, mom and dad. <laughs> Just wave goodbye. Or the kids are like, God, <laughs> you've been waiting to go to Disney and you take me to Epcot? All <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like, oh, I cool. want to see the castle. Right. That's a good point. What is there to do in the World Showcase? No, it, the kids were like, damn it, mama. Daddy, you messed up my deal, man. Damn, <laughs> man. I had this happening, man. Y'all supposed to be the mules, man. Was that baby's kids? Yeah. <laughs> they don't die. They multiply. I guess they figured it was a backlot tour, you know, to go ahead and see the security. So, I mean, you know, there, there is that. But I wonder where they were staying. Were they, you think I stayed on property or off property? <laughs> well, if you're going to the International Gateway, wouldn't you be staying on property? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able to, unless you busted in. Yeah. But that's a heck of a way. Or you just went and like just parked at that would it forever reason? I mean, that it shows boardwalk. A, yeah, yeah. If you're not staying on property, that shows a pretty good knowledge of Disney, except for the security part. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where the whole thing breaks down. That's where it messes it up. It's a good plan up to that part where they like, oh, they're gonna watch it. Like, why not do it before you actually get to security? Like, say, uh, okay, that guy's gonna meet you at the monorail. Mm-hmm. You know, then you come from wherever, and then you just say, oh, let's take a picture together. Drop your bag, pick it up. There you go. Why go through the part where there's actual security? When you see know. me buy the roast beef and macaroni and cheese, <laughs> <laughs> you come out to me and I'll make an exchange with you. Yeah. That's the signal. That's it. When I get the bag of popcorn, you know it's on. That's it. <laughs> when I get that churro, it'll be at the end of the churro. You just grab the end and you're off. In fact, you can smoke it out the churro. <laughs> smoke oh, it out the churro. That's not a bad idea, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, wait, hold on. Time out. Let's smoke think about it up, this. man. That's actually a pretty damn good idea. <laughs> you need to talk to these people. A bong you can eat. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> No, officer, I ain't got no bong. Eat a bong. <laughs> you just made something. Eat a bong. Yeah. And a bong. Ooh, please. <laughs> well, you smell funny, sir. It's the churro. I had some beans over in Mexico. You know how it goes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sorry. It was a bad day. That's it. My stomach's rumbling. Yeah, I feel bad for uh, Unique and them. I mean, hopefully, uh, this is just a. a Really, I just can't imagine this was an accident. There's a slight misunderstanding. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe they just accidentally they they had a a permit or they did something. But no, they, just they accidentally didn't. put two guns and two a bunch guns of weed and a bunch of weed. <laughs> yeah, we you know on that, accident. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing though. It's like we I know we did one another time, but when a guy said, "Oh shoot, I meant to have my gun in this bag," yeah, right, 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 it yeah. out, and I was like, "I get that," but a diaper bag. Yeah, that's the thing where it's like that's what makes it like really significant is like how you gonna try to hide weed and guns in the pamper? Maybe how you figure a, that's gonna maybe work? Maybe it's like one of those special NRA like maybe the NRA has like their own diaper bags out that we don't know about. Yeah. It's like especially for you know packing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's got like the little side pockets for your gun and oh you know, weapons and of a, choice, extra ammunition and that stuff. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy. Yeah, this no, that's crazy. <laughs> Weapons of choice, sponsored by Pampers. I mean, especially in COVID times where you know it's not going to be crowded. It's like, somebody's going to notice. That's what they're oh, banking on. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. They were like, oh, nobody would know. It'd be totally empty. That's what we'll I personally think. have a mask think. on. No one will tell it's us. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I still think she took the rap, either for the kids or for the dude. Her like, man? Yeah, I well, think so. So only she went to jail? The dude didn't go to jail? She copped everything. She copped the weed and, and the both guns. guns. Yeah, yes. the dude said, hey, there's weed in here. That's mine. 
these ain't there's two oh, guns in here. That's a soldier, man. Look that's at what that. I'm saying, where where these women at? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, like, I got I got I mean, I try to take a girl out a day one time. I was like, shoot, I'm two dollars short. She's like, well, I guess you wash the dishes. Here, I'm out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, next next day, you better check that diaper bag. Exactly. I mean, that's now, that's a baby mama for you, mm-hmm. right there. That's a baby mama. Like, you gave me these two kids, put these guns and weapons and drugs in the diaper bag. I got you. This that's is right. my fault. This is all by like. Props to you, Miss Unique. Props to you. There you go. Well, good on Disney <laughs> Security for catching them at the gate. Of course, they didn't get in. I'm happy, you know. But I am uh, too. They I'm glad nothing happened between wherever they parked or wherever they were staying in the gate. So that's thankfully for that. I would love to talk to a Disney Security person. I know it would be tough to do, but I bet they have some interesting stories of who smuggles in what at what time. During the park. Well, yeah, listeners, if you know of a former security <laughs> officer that wants to come on the show and talk a little bit about you know, their experiences working for the mouse, um, message any one of us and we'll give you a secret number. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. And we'd love to talk with them because yeah, this would be juicy and curious. So, guys, look, let us know what you think about any of these articles we've talked about in the queue today. Show at magicgirlway.com is where you can get in touch with us. Mo Weekends. Hey, this is Jane from MadHatterRadio.net. If you love Disney Park Audio like my family and I do, please listen to MadHatterRadio.net for park audio music 24 hours a day. And ladies and gentlemen, here we are in the hub, and that's slightly different music because uh, <laughs> we're bringing on a couple of guests, uh, some well-known weekends, especially if you follow us on social media. Is this Akeem and Simi? They're Dang. coming from <laughs> Samunda, yes. 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 Absolutely. As you can tell by the rose petals on the ground. Yes. Uh, upon which you can step. Uh, so yeah, we're excited to have them on the show. Uh, and I'm talking about Downs on the Ground, Stephen and Sarah. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. 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 It's fun night. Yeah. What? Not wet. Well, it was what? wet. It was wet. It was raining a lot. It rained it's earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's wet outside for sure, but how uh, humid as always, but we're good. Well, it's a good Saturday night. Um, but we brought you on the show because uh, you, all, you guys got to experience uh, the Disney parks uh, post-COVID, <laughs> as it were. Um, and just to kind of give you guys a rundown, uh, this is Saturday, July 25th, that we're recording this. To give you, uh, to give you an idea of what's happening, uh, Walt Disney World is open Disneyland in California is closed. Hong Kong Disneyland is closed. Shanghai Disneyland, Tokyo Disney, and Disneyland Paris are all open as well. So we are concentrating our discussion on Walt Disney World. And you guys had a chance to experience it in this new time, this new age, with all the policies in place. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys and and guide us through this experience that you had. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah, so uh, we're... uh locals out here florida uh we've got our ap's i've had mine for a year now fortunately just as an aside they did extend those so if anyone was curious people extend, were, what do you uh, mean extend like extend what like they gave them like extra time for Ex- yeah extra time so I, I i've had a lot of family member, members ask like if if our uh, annual passes were just wasted for a third of the year no everything <laughs> was extended by the four months that it was closed so excellent so that, that's nice um and so uh, going into uh, the parks reopening, um, there were a lot of changes that were made. So you have to have your reservations. And for annual pass holders, it's sort of uh, sort of tricky. Um, 
I wasn't quite on the eight ball, like right on on top of things when they dropped. When you uh, when you could make your reservations, basically in order to go to any park, you have to have a reservation. So my first reservation wasn't actually going to be until the end of August. Uh, going to go to Epcot. Um, but it seems like they've not had as many, uh, people turn out as they expected. So they released, Surprise. A, yeah, <laughs> they released a new wave of, uh, of reservations that annual pass holders could take advantage of. And I saw that email and I jumped on there as fast as I could. Uh, and so we were able to go, we went one week after the parks reopened. Uh, so that was July 18th. Uh, it was a week ago today. And if you were following us on social media, you know that he went live in the parks so yeah, yeah. I was live in the parks, um, and yeah. So I just kind of wanted to give that frame of reference, just because it was uh, it was sort of exciting to be able to go. We already had plans for the weekend, so we didn't actually take up the whole day, uh, but we still did pretty much everything that we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I had been getting information from my uh, brother and sister in law, who also moved out here. They went a couple of days prior for, to some of the parks, and they kept telling us how empty everything was. And they they knocked everything out like at Animal Kingdom within two and a half hours. Which I mean, I guess yeah, you're doing like what five rides, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to do the Jungle Trails, and you got to walk through the whole yeah, yeah. day. Get icy. All those treasure uh, trails. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that, yeah. though, it is. It's really hot right now. <laughs> can't yeah. go outside for five minutes without being like drenched. Sure. That's why you got to get that icy. Icy. Yeah, you gotta get the icy. Oh, the at, frozen coke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right by the. I bridge. call it icy. You mean you know? Yeah. yeah it was an icy. Yeah, we grew up with the icy. I'm, stuff. I'm, y'all didn't have like some sort of how you say a family meeting or something before you went to the park to say, hey, do we want to take a chance? So we both work from home. Um, I will say I work for a healthcare company, and obviously COVID is is a big scare. Um, it's just the two of us here, and we don't have any family outside of our home. Um, that we see on a regular basis. So we felt comfortable enough to go out, obviously, with the understanding that, you know, we're young, we don't have any pre-existing conditions. And so we're, you know, we're obviously taking a chance. Um, And then after we got back, we both said, okay, we've been exposed to about 100 plus people at Disney World. (laughs) And so we're like, we both work from home. And so we were just like, okay, we're going to stay at home for a couple of days just to make sure you know, everything's okay. Obviously, I know COVID takes quite a quite a while to to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not to wish that that happens to y'all. Of course not. But yeah, no, <laughs> no but it definitely was a conversation that we had. You know, because obviously, you know, there there's always talk in the news of you know Florida has a ton of cases and all that stuff. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's its own thing. Um, Who is the most apprehensive? Um, I would say Stephen is. Yeah. Stephen is a uh, self-proclaimed uh, hypochondriac. Self-proclaimed. Um, I'm, I'm not even joking. So COVID's been around since February. I think I can count at least 20 times or more where Stephen has been like, I have COVID. I'm going to die. I hear that. <laughs> right? You'll see it coming. Um, any runny nose you have, you immediately think. Yeah. Is there allergies, allergies or any other illness that you might have had? In any normal circumstance, it has to be this. Anyways, well, the symptoms keep changing. So it's like, yeah, look at this ingrown toenail. That's that COVID. That's Tovid. That's Tovid. 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 Seventeen. Yeah. So, so we were nervous, especially the day day of came, and I'm like, uh, okay, this is actually happening. Like, we're going. Okay. 
Um, so you had to pump yourself up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ended up going around. Uh, what was like? We left. We home. left the house at like noon. Yeah. Parked at like twelve forty. Which okay, so that was its own weird thing because we parked like almost. I wouldn't say front row, but we were way far forward. And obviously, the park is very empty. But it was still very strange getting there at. 12.30, 12.40, and you're, you're super close to the front still. And we parked, and uh, instead of taking the monorail, which uh, we did not want to take the monorail because we had also been um, on an airplane somewhat recently, and I was like, that, that is the last tiny metal tube I want to be in with a whole bunch of people for a while. I, no, no monorails for me. We'll take the ferry. It's nice and open, and you get like the, the air moving around. So... Um, we decided to go on the ferry, and uh, in the queue for the ferry, they have these uh, these circles and spots uh, that have numbers on them. There's right at the front, um, the next group that would get on, they all all the circles have number one. Then behind them is a whole bunch that say number two, and then number three, and so on. I think it I think it went up to like three for the ferry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see for the monorail, it went up to about I think six, six or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so the uh, the way that these things worked is there's the same number of spots in the queue with with the designated number as there are on the ferry boat, mm. and so they, as long as there's enough people populating all those spots, they already know that's how many people can be on the ferry boat safely. Um, so you know if there's thirty number ones in the queue, that you know that there's thirty spots in uh, or on the boat that are going to be distanced appropriately. Uh, so I thought that was really neat. Uh, it, it really took away a lot of the uh, the thinking that the guests would have to do to make sure, like, oh, am I am I getting too close to them? Oh, I, shoot, I forgot. I'm sort of wandering or whatever. You're like, oh, this is my spot. I'm going to stand here, and I've got the window here, and I'm with my family, and that's that. So it was really nice. And so if you have if you have a whole family, the whole family can stand together, right? Uh, it was a group of up to five, uh, okay. and if you had like a group of like. I don't know, 10 or whatever, you would, you would start taking up more spots. Um, gotcha. They didn't want one clump of people to start encroaching on other people's space. Sure. And okay. I, yeah, and I appreciated that. We talked to the ferry captain as well, and he said their normal capacity for the ferry boat is 600. Something like that, yeah. Um, oh, and wow. so they have cut it down to half, so they've cut it down to 300. And also these numbers don't like, it's not like I'm on number one, so I have to go find number one on the boat. It's just the yeah. number just signifies which boat you're going to get on next. Right. Okay. It's like oh, wow. it's first come first serve once you're on there. Yeah. It, Got you. But you still have to space out, right? They have, yeah. they have spaces yeah. on the boat to like, hey, you know, stand over here, stand over here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All those circles on the boat are, are, are also distanced apart. apart. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then and if you, I would imagine if you had too many people, then you could just like get in the water and hang on the side of the boat while they drove. <laughs> <laughs> get them over there. <laughs> what I had a quick question though. Did they yeah, have something where uh, you were required to wear a mask, or was that like oh, yes. thing pretty much as soon as you get in? Like, I, we were a little bit nervous, so we threw our masks on as soon as we got out of the car, basically. Um, but they do take your temperature as you walk up. I guess we didn't mention that the mm-hmm. uh, actually the metal detector and stuff is a little bit different too because mm-hmm. they're. The security guys can't be nearly as handsy with your stuff, getting all in there and digging around. Which was really nice because we always get the handsy security guard that's like, "Could you like, unzip this little pocket on your purse, please, ma'am?" Every time they like they, they casually just like glance into the people's 
bags and persons in front of us, and they see my bag, and they're like, "Oh, we are doing like you know, yeah, that guy's definitely got some guns and dope." In his <laughs> yeah, they like they like rubbing hey, their we're hands together. We went to Magic Kingdom. Get little hands in there. Do you have like the NRA like logo on your book bag or something? No, I got the Magic Way pins. Oh, good. That'll definitely get you in trouble. That's the problem right there. They're like, we know he got something. He got that pin on his bag. He got something. So did they do the uh, the new? Was it the new AI scanners that they're doing? Oh yeah, the artificial intelligence stuff. I, I didn't see. I didn't see that. Uh, they do have. So it's actually not cast members that are taking your temperature. Um, it's actually um, oh. health workers from Orlando Health, which is a big health here in here yeah, in the organization. Yeah, people from the hospital that are from here. the hospital. It's the which, same for Disney Springs too. Mm-hmm. So people that know what they're doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but- it's people that they know what they're doing, and then I imagine if they do find somebody who has a temperature, I wonder if they would then like. 2319 2319 2319 Taser, get out of here. Co V. Co C V. Oh man, see that's intimidating. You know what? Like, you're going in there, you want to think that I get why they it's have only to do intimidating it. when you hear Yeah. <laughs> <big movie. laughs> We're about to get handsy up yeah. in here. We want to check all your baggage. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hey. Hey now. Hey. What's up with the cheek? You know, that is a more reliable way to check your temperature. <laughs> Actually, yes. You said this. You're, you're, you're running right. a little hot. We just need to be sure. Just, just uh, Mr. Officer, could you be more accurate, please? Yes. Just drop the shorts right here. <laughs> this is for the protection of all the guests. I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm mentioned up on 50 now, so it's time for that uh, yearly colonoscopy. I might as well, you know, right. oh, the two, two finger salute. Stone. The two yeah. fingers. Yeah, the two finger salute. And it's yeah, free. Right. And you get to enjoy yeah. a park after the experience. <laughs> You may walk a little funny, but <laughs> yeah, just say you had a bad thing on the ride. No different from getting off the primeval world. It's <laughs> definitely some primeval about getting checked out right before you walked in. Yeah, <laughs> tough to be a bug. <laughs> yeah. So y'all didn't notice any difference in the scanners. They they weren't new. No, the scanners were the like the the X ray machines were the same. The temperature check is actually they do like a. It's that contactless little thing where it looks like they're just shooting you in the head. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. experienced yeah. that, yeah. The infrared thing. Yeah. I hate that. They just come right up on you. Did they still use the fingerprint scanners? No. No, no sir. That was, uh, yeah. So now it seems like uh, annual pass holders are interchangeable, or the passes themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right? Yeah, because they're not ch- checking fingerprints. Um, so I, I don't know what kind of security measures they have on that. But, but they still have a yeah. picture attached to your pass, don't they? Am I no, remembering this? I don't remember them taking my picture. They just took my fingerprint. Yeah, and I don't remember the, the cast member. Because, I mean, there's still cast members at the front gate, you know, like they there always are. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember them checking a phone or anything, you know, like checking their a picture or anything like that. Right. Yeah, we just... Uh tapped the Mickey to Mickey and then walked right in. It was, uh, it was very easy. And yeah. And no line there too. Right. It was like, not, not like, Oh, it's a short line. There's like no line. It was actually, there is no line. You could just walk right in. It was, it was so bizarre for a Saturday in July at, at Walt Disney World. At one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something, you know, experience every day for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a perk. It's a perk of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> perk of a pandemic. <laughs> Silver linings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> try to be positive. Yeah, I get that. Always yeah. look on the bright side. So now, once you got into the parks, uh, what did you like? How like in terms of gift shops? Because that to me is like the hardest part of the oh, social yeah. distancing. Oh, because that's really enclosed. Right. And, yeah. And, 
people are kind of like, especially like if you're trying to get something, someone's just standing right in front of there and they're just ogling and like, I just need what's right there. How, A, how many gift shops would you say that you noticed were um, shut down? And B, how crowded were they? So none of the gift shops were closed down. Everything was open as usual, shopping wise. Um, I will say, so at least the ones on Main Street. Right. So the ones on Main Street were, were open. Um, there were, so have you guys, I mean, obviously in, in, um, grocery stores where there's like the, the lines that say like, you cannot go up this lane. You have to go to the next one, right? Like there's the arrows. Um, so they had that for like the, the exits and the entrances. So you could only go in a certain entrance. Um, and they were keeping people back and making sure that, you know, you weren't, like crowding into the gift store. I will say the like the smaller shops, like in um, like Adventureland, where they have like the, the sunglass hut and there's like the little bazaars that are on the side of Adventureland to oh, make it feel. By the, uh, the, the flying carpets and stuff, right? Like the open air, like shops, those were not open. They had the tarps down on those. Yeah, those were all closed. That was a little sad. Uh, yeah, the one that stood out to me really was uh, Memento Mori, um, uh, right, right by Honda Mansion. We didn't go in it, but we did see, you know, they, there was a cast member at the entrance there holding people at bay. Like That's kind waiting. of a small shop. Yeah, yeah, it's a tiny little shop, so it makes mm-hmm. sense. They probably only had, I don't know, two groups in there at yeah. most. So wait, so when, when they held people at bay, were the people that were being held at bay, were they spaced out themselves, or was cast members actively spacing these people out? They're waiting to get in. Like, how do they manage that? There honestly wasn't that many people to make it that there was a line to get <laughs> yeah. into the store, to be perfectly yes. honest. Like, there yeah. was maybe one or two groups waiting to get into the stores. I will say, while we were walking down Main Street, there was a parade, so that might have had something to do with it. And I wasn't seeing as much social distancing with, like, people in the parade, like, sitting and watching the parade. Right. As, you know, like you would have thought. Well, they probably and figured, a- man, I, if I don't get Corona from sitting on this curb, then I'm probably okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is they weren't, you were not allowed to sit, right? So it's not a parade. Oh, it's okay. not a parade. It's just like, there were like these random, I don't even know how it to was, describe them. So Cavalcades. It was, it was yeah. weird, right? Yeah, we, we were, I had seen the Disney cancel, they're not doing parades, fireworks shows, meet and greets, and character dining. And I'm like, Okay, awesome. Like, <laughs> great. I, I, I don't really need to see much of those anyways, so I'll, that's no problem. Um, and so, like, the, when we walked in, we heard the music, and I didn't realize how much I actually missed Disney, so I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. And, and like, the music and Main Street's playing and whatever, and then we get about halfway down Main Street, and then there's, like, this obnoxious, like, upbeat dance music happening, and it was, like, Goofy's cavalcade or something like just, and I was like, wait, they're not doing parades, but yeah, it was just the one float and then some dancers that were walking like and dancing in front of it. And by the way, dancers were not wearing masks at all, which was, I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was strange. It's tough to breathe the way you do it. All of that aerobic exercise. They're probably True. not terribly close to the people. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Well, what, what, no, what? There, there wasn't anyone trying to, distance anyone from anything there that I, I was like I don't know I'm to each their own I guess with the whole mask thing I was just like oh what the heck you're not wearing I thought you of all places Disney was going to be the place where all people were going to wear masks 
period. So that was a little weird, just seeing a whole bunch of dancers and dancing and smiling and all that. I'm like, huh. I can see you smiling. That's kind of, I kinda, I'm like 50-50 on that one because on one side, you still have to give the image that things are still happy and somewhat normal there. So I can see that with the dancer smiles. You'd be like, oh, I'm still happy. And look, yeah, having a mask on is just very tough. So probably for the link that they had to march or go, that was probably a trying thing for them. But I would think that they should at least have had, yeah, some people, other cast members that are like would stand between them that did have masks on so that they wouldn't be an issue. Oh, keeping so, them separated? Yeah. So yeah. in that instance, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that, you know, like if a dancer sneezed on you, like they thank you for the dance <laughs> and a piece of the pandemic. I appreciate that. That's why I paid to show up here. Yeah. Free souvenir. Yeah. There you go. Put a pin on that. And I guess to that point, too, I mean, later on, we did also see like the princesses and Merida uh-huh. uh, on the horse, which... Uh, that was really cool. I I didn't expect to see that, but yeah, if if you had all the princesses with masks on, that might be a, a kind of a weird message. Yeah, to be sending out. They so. did have more character handlers. I did notice with the the princesses just around the float in general, and I wonder if that was just you know just in case like a kid saw Merida or Sleeping Beauty or whatever and wanted to run up and say hi. Obviously, with the parade yeah. going or on, attack the horse safety. with a balloon. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. yeah. That Merida video with the horse that was that scary. Horse. Yeah. So I guess we went down Main Street. Went to Main Street. Our first ride was going to be Haunted Mansion. Yep. And so Haunted Mansion was different. I will let Stephen explain why. <laughs> really different. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, first of all, um, we're from the West Coast. Haunted Mansion, in my mind, has the stretching room. That's the elevator, right? So I'm thinking, all right how is that going to work? Like, are you going to have like two groups, three groups in the elevator? And man, this line is going to take forever. And so uh, we're just going through the queue and the queue said 25 minute wait. We didn't stop to stand at all at any point in that line. You walk the whole thing. You're just following people distanced, of course, and you get all the way through it. (laughs) Can I interrupt for a second? So in the queues, they have these little lines that say like, stop here. So if the lines were to ever stop moving, there are six feet apart lines where your group would theoretically stop six feet apart from the one ahead of you. They also, with the little, um, what is that called? The switchbacks. They do take into account that they're not, they like kitty corner you. So you're not going to be like six feet from the person in front of you, but like right next to somebody else, like in the other switchback. So they do kitty corner and stagger it to make sure that it almost seemed like somebody walked around with a stick that was like 12 feet long and just like marked, you know what I mean? To make sure that I really, really appreciated that part of it. Uh, Going through all the different lines, you could see how they took into account the, the spacing in some lines, like for example, Pirates of the Caribbean, there are some parts that it's just not really possible to stagger it that uh, the, that way where if, if it's like a switchback back and forth, um, you can't put six feet, I don't know, uh, across and over a little bit. So there are segments of the queue that are like 12 feet of no people in between you, right? So like if, if there's not a way to separate everyone from next to each other, they will really stretch that uh, long, the long distance there between. So the- like you're saying you have to stop and then there has to be like a gap and then the next person goes and then they go through the gap. Is that, that makes sense. Is that it's, what you're saying? It's super hard to, to describe it 
verbally. If I could like draw <laughs> it, that would make a lot more sense. Um, so it's almost like like I almost think of it like a so think of like a wedding processional, right? So like you have the person and they say go, and that group starts walking, and then you're waiting, and then it's go, and then that group starts walking, and so it's once the people in front of you start walking and they go to the next stop point, then you are allowed to walk and go to that stop point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, can I think that. so. Yeah. It, it's uh, walking through queues, especially on like busier attractions is kind of a fun game of, uh, well, have they hit the, the people in front of you? Have they hit the next, next one? Cause then I can go to the next one. And, and <laughs> Because yeah, it's like there Cuba. are some times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are some times where you just can't see where the next next one is. We got stuck in between two stop points because we didn't realize how far away or close the next one. You know, you, you lose sight of the people in front of you, and it's hard to tell mm-hmm. can I or can't I go. Sometimes, anyways, it sounds like baseball, like where you're stuck between two bases and the <laughs> yeah, baseman exactly. at the ball. Like, uh, I go this way. I'll just stay here and hope I don't catch it. I guess. <laughs> yes, well, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Is this also this queue line also relies not only on you following the rules, but the people around you following the rules. And so we did run into very rarely, but we ran into one situation where we were on Big Thunder Mountain. And I know this is totally digressing from Haunted Mansion. So if you need, by the way, we're going to Haunted Mansion. (laughs) Okay, but that the group in front of us was not paying attention to the line markers, and so because of that, we then got into a situation where we were crowding other people because the people in front of us were crowding the people in front of them. And so it, I can see it becoming like, you know, this dice game or, you know, what is that? Dominoes yeah. effect where it just, yeah, becomes- I could, I can relate, man. Like I'm in the grocery store and some jerks behind me, like, Hey, you know, like you're too close. I'm like, dude, well, this guy won't move. So I can't move. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah so that's like- exactly it. it's, <laughs> it's a little awkward. So anyways, so back to Haunted Mansion, but we're walking through the queue and everything I'm just like blown away by how spaced out everything is. I'm really impressed with it. Re- really, the core of it is for me is Disney's knocked it out of the park with this. We're walking up, and remember, I'm expecting the elevator, so I have no clue how they're going to do uh, the. Sorry, hold on. To interject what? for just five seconds. Also, the things in the Haunted Mansion queue that you can touch, like the the banjo and like the different piano and things like that, those were also turned off. Yeah, any uh, in queue, like interactive queue stuff, that's all been shut down. So even Thunder Mountain. So is it like blocked off or you can just tell, hey, no, actually, you can't tell. We had to ask a cast member, but you're walking by these things so fast. You're not you're not going to have time to play around with it. Is the uh, doors of the Haunted Mansion propped open or the, you know, normally what they do. Okay, so. Yeah, there's nobody there to open the door and say, come on in. And you just go. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, you're, you're. Lead me right to it. Um, we walk up and I see the doors open to the elevator, and I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait! Hold on! How does this work?" Because there's also the uh, the 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 line. What are those? So the rope things? I can't remember. There's a proper term for it, but you know the stanchions, little... stanchions, stanchions. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And, and those are going through the uh, the stretching room, and I was like. Do they like pick those up every time for the thing to go down? No, it, the ceiling goes up. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it was a, like a momentary mind blow of like, oh, 
duh. Okay, that's right. That's how they're doing it. I'm on the here. East Coast. But yeah, you, <laughs> the, the stretching room is now just a part of the walkthrough line. You just walk right through it. It's uh, it's not a, and they have the, I think the portraits were extended the whole way. Mm-hmm. They have like cut little snippets of the ghost host's uh, spiel during the during the stretching room sequence. Yeah, so I was like, oh, well, okay, so that's it. And, and, and it, I think it works mostly. It was kind of, uh, you mentioned it earlier, it's it's sort of reminiscent of that Museum of the Weird type of like, just sort of walk through and see some weird stuff. It was kind of cool. No clue at all how, we'll do, how they will do this in uh, Disneyland. Disneyland. Cause, I was thinking, like, are they going to walk us down, like, the emergency exit staircase or something to get down under the train tracks? Wait, no, again. East Coast. <laughs> We're East Coast, not West Coast. Uh, okay, so then going through Haunted Mansion, uh, I, I tried to pick up on the uh, the spacing for, for attraction vehicles. And I think they said in Haunted Mansion's case, they do one buggy in between each group, right? Was it one or two? I think it's two. Two okay. buggies between each group. So every third buggy. And, and and that's really easy on Haunted Mansion because you have the people that are walking on the treadmill, I like to call it. <laughs> yes. You know, um, the, the maids from the Haunted Mansion. And so she just like slows down and then once two pass, then she points and you get that buggy. Yep. And then two more pass and then the next group gets the, the third buggy. Interesting. Now, are they wiping these buggies down as they're coming in, or are you just getting on the buggy that somebody else just sat in? Yep, that one. That one. Okay. As far as I can tell, they're not wiping the buggies down. I mean, they very well could be. There's there's space where you don't see the buggies. Um, And considering all of the other safety measures they're taking, I would venture to guess that they have some sort of cleaning system. Yeah. But you don't see it, and they really could just not be doing it. I know they have said that maybe instead of doing that, that they're like shutting the ride down for an extended period of time and deep cleaning it. I know that that happened on, was it Big Thunder Mountain that we saw them spraying down? That was Jungle Cruise. That was Jungle Cruise. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. We'll get to that. <laughs> I like this buildup um. happening. Yeah. <laughs> So after Haunted Mansion, so the rest of the ride is normal, right? Like it's just, a, it's an Omni mover. Same ride. Um, same ride. So after Haunted Mansion, we went to... Well, we tried to do a bunch of stuff. Uh, it was also, you know, it's Florida. It was the afternoon. So you get thunderstorms. Uh, so we wanted to do, um, what was it? Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, Jungle Cruise, and Pirates, and knock out West Side of the Park, and do some other stuff on the east side. Well, really just Space Mountain on the east side, but... Okay, so we tried to do uh, Thunder Mountain that's closed, Splash Mountain that was closed. Uh, okay, so are we we guessed that uh, Jungle Cruise would be closed too, so we went to Pirates. And that's where I was saying that there's that one very long stretch of uh, like no-go space for, for guests in the queue where it's like 12, probably 15 feet or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know if, how familiar you guys are with the queue. If when you kind of go in and you dip right by the uh, the armory where they have like the explosives or whatever, yeah, yeah with the cannon, yeah, the can- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's that's where you you kind of wait right outside of it. You there's one spot inside, and the next spot is like almost all the way on to, like to the next room. It, it, you know, it's it was it was crazy. Like <laughs> you almost couldn't see it. So then, yeah. So with Pirates, all the rides had different like spacing techniques. Pirates, they did uh, two basically groups. two groups per boat. One group at the very front and one group at the very back. 
Uh, other than that, everything was largely the same. It was, it was, it's really nice having very small groups on the boats. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll go say, I was curious how they did that. They, yeah, it's uh, the front two rows and the back two rows seem to be uh, occupied. And that's another one where we didn't see them cleaning it, but you do get off some at one place. you don't see it, see the boats and then you get on another place, right? That's another thing also where it will be interesting to see how Disneyland does it because at Disneyland, you see the people that were just sitting in your seat get out as you get in. Yeah. Disneyland's probably got a lot more work to do than Disneyland. <laughs> Which is probably why they're not open right now. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I, I was curious about one thing really quick. Yeah. Uh, okay. So when you guys are actually walking from site to site you know attraction to attraction uh were they like cast members that were in the middle that were like hey 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 you too close hey 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 come close you know what i mean like, like a catholic school nun yeah no. like remember we talked uh a while back about how would they how would the cast members actually deal with the traffic yeah and like universal had like the stilt walkers going around in the crowds keeping apart yeah yeah was there anything yeah. like that that you guys saw i didn't notice anything i didn't notice anything i again it was a very it was very sad, but it was very dead. Like there was really was nobody. Like, Everybody was being super respectful. The only times that you didn't have masks on is when you're eating food. Mm-hmm. They do have a rest area right next to, um, right next to Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it used to be there was like a little food oh, shop yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's over like right outside of Pecos Bills. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There's like four tables there. They've got them all spread out. That, that's where the rest area was. It used to be like I, the I French fries. Yeah, the tables yeah. for the French fries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a cast member there, and there's a sign that says like, not rest relief area, relief right? area, and you could take off your mask and like you know breathe and, and Can't do relieve it. yourself there. Though. You cannot relieve yourself, relieve yourself there. <laughs> <Zip>. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a you know someone might translate that wrong. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, (laughs) I'd like to see maybe um, as the crowds build and they do have the need for that, like you can have character interactions where maybe like you got Mulan with like a six foot staff and she's like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, so he's, like getting in between people. people, like, hey, you know, you're too close, and just, nah, you know, she, things like that. She just needs a sword. That's all. I don't know. Have you guys seen? They have the stormtroopers walking around at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. I heard about it. Yes. Yeah, I they have that at Hollywood Studios too. Yeah, we um, haven't gone to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, no yet. studios for us yet. They do. Uh, they have some an announcement over the PA system for the whole park. It seemed like it went off every 15 minutes. Yes. of the guy saying. Please remember to wear facial coverings and keep distance. <laughs> and, and cover uh, your sneezes yeah, and cover coughs. cover your sneezes and coughs. And I'm like, aren't you already doing that with the facial coverings? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it was a little redundant, but... That's got to take you out of the magic somewhat. It totally did. You're walking around listening to the awesome background music, and then it's like... Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Please remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did they say it in Spanish? <laughs> nope. They oh, did not say it in Spanish. Darn it. Damn, that would have been awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Por favor, Masco. Por favor, los mijos. Por favor, manténganse los mascos. Yes. Or get those outdoors to park. Yes. Oh, yeah, my so. goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, to Eli's point, so y'all did not see cast members roaming the park. Just you know, kind of keeping an eye out, making sure you're you know, everyone's wearing the masks, everything like that. Just it, it 
it you there was a noticeable uh, amount of cast members. Yeah, I thought around. that was supposed to be a thing. That's correct. Yeah, not a noticeable amount. It seemed it seemed like they were relying a lot on the guests to uh, maintain the safety. Yeah, I and think had did really. Yeah, everybody was super respectful. I will say when we tried to get on Space Mountain, there was like a family that they, you know, the, the they had the masks below their nose, right? And like one of the kids had it below their nose. And so the cast member just pleasantly asked the family That's to it. please cover the nose. And, and they did. And there wasn't, you know, a big hullabaloo about it or anything. I will say if there was somebody that just blatantly wasn't eating and was just walking around the park without a mask on, I'm sure that somebody would say something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's, they're around, I think more like at the shops than that. You've got a lot more cast members that are sort of outside of their attractions and shops and stuff like that, but they don't really roam the park trying to police everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but also to you guys' point, you said it was fairly dead. Let there be like, once people start getting used to it, and they're like, okay, we're just going to go. Maybe you will see a different type of, I have a better word than uh, cast member policing, mm-hmm. if you will. You know? Yeah. Another thing to say about the mask is I'm a huge proponent of the mask. Like, I have nothing bad to say about the mask. Wearing them in Florida in the heat, in the humidity was grueling. Right. Yeah. I mean, you see these <laughs> debates of like whether or not you can get enough oxygen and, and whatnot. I, I mean, okay. It's hot, man. It's really hot. Like I was sweating bullets <laughs> with that thing on, and that's why you dies on the ground, baby. You supposed to be yeah, in there. I know. I'm just like, why like, y'all in there? That the mask, and I, 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 I voluntarily wore my hat, but I got to wear the hat. Yeah, and you know that keeps all of the heat right on my face and not, you know, anywhere else. So it's that. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it. it. Yeah, we did it. It was fine. Lots of water, lots of snack breaks, right? Like you can take your mask off while you're eating and drinking. And so I found myself doing that a little bit more than I would normally if Disney's I didn't have a, a mask on. <laughs> Disney will make a lot of money if people can take their mask off while they're eating. Yeah. Did y'all um, take use of the uh, relief zones or relaxation oh, zones? Oh, yeah, relaxation no, stations. No. no, we were trying to book it around the park. We, I had a, a, a list of things I wanted to do. It's been a long, long time. Since, I think since... We've been to Magic Kingdom, I think, what was probably last December. Yeah, December or no, January. It was right before my my cap-in. Okay. Well, we kept going with friends and family that would come into town, and everyone wants to see Star Wars land. So, okay, we're going to go to Hollywood Studios all the dang time. That's fine, but that meant that we just didn't see the other stuff. Um, So, yeah, going back to, to... Magic Kingdom was nice, so I wanted to do Big Thunder Mountain, have to do Splash Mountain, especially given the the news of the closure and i hadn't actually been on splash mountain out here yet so that was actually kind of fun (laughs) to see the slight differences get it while you can yeah yeah so we didn't take uh advantage of the relief area because we so we got in the park at one we had dinner reservations at skipper canteen at uh 6 10 so we really only had like five hours to get everything done and we didn't actually get like we Mm. didn't do mine train yeah um which is that's probably okay It, it, it was it's a fine ride but Whatever. So now let's say you had a, a stay. Let's say y'all y'all weren't locals. Y'all were coming in from out of town and you had to do this for a week with two kids with the mass and everything walking around the heat. Could you pull it off? There would be. I will say that you can get everything done. So like Steven said before, my my sister and brother-in-law um, have they they went to the parks like went on their days right when it first opened and they were texting us at 11 noon 
saying, we've done everything, we're leaving. <laughs> and so I can imagine if you are a family of four staying on property that you could go in the mornings early before the heat of the day, knock some stuff out, go back to your hotel. Hang out at the pool. Hang out at the pool, come back in the evening. Uh, that's tough. So coming it back closes in the evening, uh, we didn't mention this. I don't think we did. The park has very limited hours. It's 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. So trying to do that midday nap, unless you have like a very convenient way to get to the park, might not be super uh, doable. doable. Um, yeah, we need nap zones. Not, not uh, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Little nap pods. Hammocks. Hammock, hammock zone. <laughs> well, yeah, more to my point was that that's kind of why I was asking is whether or not, okay, it's one thing. All right, we're going to soldier on. We'll get through this from one day. You got to wear these masks and it's grueling, but to wear it five days in a row and then to force your eight-year-old or seven-year-old to have to keep it to on. To be compliant. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, we can't go anywhere with Lily where after 20 minutes, she's like, daddy, I can't breathe. And you got to get out of there as soon as you can. So that way she can take off the mask in the heat. In the like they say, well, yeah. yeah, I envision mask tans. I mean, very quickly. Cause I mean, you don't have to be out in that Florida heat or sun for, for long before it's like <laughs> you're tanned and then you take it off. It's like, Oh, mask tan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what, what's your kid do for living? Yeah. She's a surgeon. That's well, you just gotta be worried about the one guy that has like a little strip of white <laughs> down the center. Oh god! And everything else is like dark. Wow! He's got that, that wrong mask, or he's wearing it the wrong way. Uh, he doesn't know. That, we gotta watch that out thong for him. Mask or something. You know? His forehead is all white. That's what Lee would look like if he shaved his beard. Like the <laughs> part of his face has got to be a different color by now. <laughs> he has a built-in mask. Yeah. Ah. Beard tan. Beard tan. Hey, that's a good point. Like the ma- the beard could count as a mask. I think. It's like blocking everything out. I don't know. Somebody cough on it. He got that piece of spittle stuck in the beard. Man. <laughs> you got to wash the beard four times a day. Like they say with your hands, you got to do that with the beard. <laughs> so what uh, what, say, what attractions did you notice the safety guidelines in play the most? Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise was depressing. It's, uh, it's really sad, man. Well, because if you think about it, you jungle, the fun of Jungle Cruise is like you're experiencing the skipper together as a group, right? And there's lots of interaction between the skipper and the group. So the skipper is behind a plastic sheet. Yeah, they're like on display. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've got like a big vinyl like tarp basically that separates the skipper from all the other guests. It's not a plexiglass? No, 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 it's, it's like, like a, it's it's like a flexible. thick plastic. Yeah, yeah like, like a tarp. Can you oh, see him? Yes. Yeah. Trans- okay, so it's transparent. Interesting. It's transparent. Okay. I don't know what like the curtain. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, they're they're behind that, and then all the guests have little uh, plexiglass windows in between. Oh, like wow. uh, I don't know, probably every like four or five feet yeah. of uh, of seating area. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really actually know what that does. Well, I mean, if you're sitting next to someone to your left, and you know you're not breathing all over them, so, yeah, I mean that's that's a good. Thing, but it's I, I mean, to me, it's like I'm envisioning like a, a stand-up comedian, you know. And they, if they're in a packed house, they're probably going to have a good, you know, rapport with the audience. But it's like if you're a stand-up comedian, there's three people in the audience. Yeah, you know, it's, your, your jokes aren't going to go over as good. Right? That's true. Yeah, the boats. I think our boat had three families on it: us and two other groups. And it and was. It was and, I don't know if maybe she was just not on her game with that one. It was not the best Jungle Cruise experience. 
I, I really think that a lot of it had to do with the. Internet. I wonder if they're gonna have. I wonder if they're gonna have like COVID jokes. I, I, was just I really about, want them to, but <laughs> Disney's probably not gonna let them. Yeah, do it. I think they're smart. No, look out for COVID jokes. I thought so. I thought that there were some, but I'm not sure. It'd be um, funny if they put like masks on the hyena. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Even jokes like, about the like the plastic and stuff. Oh yeah, like when you get to the area with the rhinos, this is what happens to guests that don't socially distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Something like, like that. that. That's not like making fun of COVID, but that's uh, still uh, sort of a joke in the situation. No, I, I'm totally with that. Yeah, that'd be that's, awesome. That's a good battle. Like the guys on the totem pole, one of the guys has the guy on the bottom has his mask on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> the shrunken head. Oh, Trader mask. Sam's. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah, yeah. All yeah. The little masks. Trader Sam's got to have a little mask on the little shrunken head. Yeah, right. Damn, I'm sorry. We done the same thing. All three of us. Yeah, Man. that'd be awesome. Little miniature mask. <laughs> and I, I mentioned Jungle Cruise earlier too, so, because uh, as w- one of the rides that closed down uh, due to the weather, we did wait in a slightly longer line only because we were waiting for it to reopen, not because the line was actually long. We were the second people in line. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ride took longer for them to open back up than everything else because, and you could see this, they had the cast members, like the skippers, they had those big old like p- uh, pump sprayer things you see at like, Costco, and they were spraying down the whole boat. It's, it seemed like what they would do is they sprayed the whole dang boat and then they would drive that boat around and let it dry. And so they had to do that to every single boat and let it go all the way around so it could dry and then load people up. So if, mm. if Jungle Cruise closes, it, sounds, it looks like that's what they're going to be doing, mm-hmm. is take advantage of the downtime and clean the crap out of it. It's mm-hmm. just interesting to me that they're more concerned about safety in the Jungle Cruise as opposed to, like, say, Haunted Mansion, where people are just getting on the exact same cars and sitting in the exact same spots where you don't have the plexiglass and the, mm-hmm. the barriers. There's definitely some, some kind of a logistical thing, whereas, you know, they, they've got the space to move around and clean on Jungle Cruise where they may not have that space to do that with Haunted Mansion. Well, Maybe, if they use right. that electrostatic fogger like I'm telling you about, I mean, you know, you reset in a matter of seconds. I mean, you could, why don't they have like a run through like, okay, like, well, I guess they don't really do that, right? Like it's one continuous ride, right? It's, there's mm-hmm. no like, there's no like uh, trains, so to speak, mm-hmm. in Haunted Mansion. Right. Just one continuous circle. So, but seems like it could just like let it go through one run with nobody on it while they clean it. They might be doing some fancy math there. Uh, <laughs> so some, with, uh, with, some calculus. I mean, yeah, like, like the uh, Zach Galifianakis with the numbers flying around me, right? Like <laughs> th- there is some tricky math that the cast members have to do now with, uh, for example, big thunder mountain, you know, each car, each uh, train car that you can get on there. I think it was what, like what, uh, five of them, and there's three rows per car. Mm-hmm. We were placed, e- each family gets their own car. We were placed in row nine of our train car. Uh-huh. And the family that got off of that train car before us got off of row eight. So I don't know if that's just a coincidence or if they really do have to think about okay, so this train's coming in, we put someone on row eight, so now someone has to go on row nine, and then the next one, next time someone's in seven, and then the next time someone's in eight, right? Like, it just seemed kind of like, she had to do a lot of thinking to tell us which row to go to. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, okay, go to nine, okay, go to ten. She she was really deliberate about which row. She's like, yeah, nine, you have to go to nine. And, and so... I wonder if they're doing that then in the Haunted Mansion, right? Because each, each of the Doom Buggies has a number on them, right? in like the corner. Yeah. And so I wonder if the, if, you know, the little maid, you know, mm-hmm. knows, okay, 
now I'm at one. Okay, now this time I'm putting people on one, four, seven, ten, whatever. But then the next time one comes around, two, five, eight, yeah, yeah. If there's a certain number of doom buggies on the chain and they are setting people every third one, then maybe it just does automatically just sequence people through so that one doom buggy goes through two times empty and one time with a person, something like that. Yeah. It, that's totally feasible. I think that's uh, realistic. You got cast members doing calculus, man. <laughs> Smart ass cast members. It's hard to get a job out there right now. At Thunder Mountain, whipping out the abacus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to stay in character. Now, I know you mentioned that one kid before was walking around with the nose out. I mean, how, how did you notice how children were handling the wearing of the mask in the heat? Didn't notice the children so much. I didn't really notice them. Um, <laughs> sorry, we don't we have run from them. I know. <laughs> we run from them snack grabbers. A lot of attention to like the adults, and like they're they're the ones that like are responsible for everything. And they have to take. So every adult was respectful and did the right thing. There was one lady that I saw while we were eating our Dole whips that walked through that breezeway by Aloha Isle. I think that's what it's called. Where uh-huh. you get the Dole whip? Yeah. yeah. Um, right by. Uh, Country bears. Country bears. She walked right through there with her husband, and she had no mask on. And she was not eating, and I just—you clutched your chest. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, whoa! I can stand <laughs> here with my mask off because I'm eating. What's your excuse?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone else had their masks on. I didn't really hear many people complaining or anything. Mm-mm. So you heard a lot of parents saying, "Mask up, mask yeah. up!" Like, like yeah. telling the kids, "Yeah, like, yeah, that's true." Yes, yeah. so yeah. there were. There were dads and, 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 well, whatever, parents. I don't specifically remember a dad doing that, but yes, uh, parents that did that, yes. So I think it's just going to become a, you know, part of our vernacular now is mask up. Mask you know, up. Mask it or casket. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little morbid. That's, uh, that's, that's how we yeah. do. It, it's an effective, it's an effective line though, Lee, actually. <laughs> I feel like. You know, I mean, I know I'm going back to the parade thing, but I mean, you think that they would give maybe the cast members masks that were to character, right? You know, mm-hmm. or the you know the the they even maybe had a smile on it. I know I've said that before, like for the pictures, but I was kind of being funny. But they really could do that with you know to match their skin tone and things like that to where it, you didn't maybe didn't notice the mask as much. They did say, so we talked to one of the cast members at Jungle Cruise, and there's certain levels of cast members. So the cast members that, like, sit in the booth, and they're, like, the ride operators, and they're not around, they actually don't have masks on. But the cast members that, like, interact with you, like food vendors, they have a face shield and a mask, or is it just the face shield? Are you talking, like... Oh, any guest facing cast member, anyone that gets you on a on a ride or through a line or yeah, gives you food or anything, they've got the mask over their nose and mouth, and, and they've got the face shield in front of them. That's like being served at a nuclear plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It, it took you out of the Pirates of the Caribbean feel Chern- a bit. Chernobyl Catering Company. Yeah, <laughs> what's your Chernobyl burger? Or, you know, 
Speaking of which, uh, how, how was Skipper Cantina? What did you notice that was different when y'all went to go eat over there? The food is really good. <laughs> yes. really the That's my favorite restaurant. I like, like that restaurant. It was really empty. It was so I, empty. They had they had tables with stickers that said, you know, do not sit not here. sitting here. Don't sit here. Don't sit here. Don't sit here. And it was so empty, in fact, that there was even a sign outside of the skipper canteen that said tables and seating available like that they were promoting did you get a picture of yeah, that it, it, i did I, not I think get a, I, no I think I did. you did get a picture we'll send it just to you. It okay yeah so weird it was very weird because normally like you think about what the the charm of skipper canteen to me is that if you're just walking by you don't know that it's a restaurant right like that it's just this like it just fits in it, it just fits in and so it was very awkward to see this big like you know, the plastic stand-up triangle sign that said, Skipper Canteen, seating available. Like, Nice. <laughs> so. um, and I, it seemed almost like we were forgotten by our, our uh, waiter a few times. It took him a, a long, dang time to actually like, get I don't know if he was new or what it was, but... Yeah, he just probably just, forgot that there were people in the restaurant. I wasn't giving him a hard time or anything. I, I was, we were just sitting there, and it's like, okay, the park closes in like 10 minutes. We, <laughs> we don't have our food. What's going right, on? Right, yeah. right. What restaurants were open outside of Skipper Canteen? Um, I think most most of the uh, table service. Okay, so yeah, actually, that's another thing. The a lot of counter service. They're really, really, really pushing mobile order. Yes, it's you not cannot like, enter. Hey, you could mobile order. Uh, it's like if you really want to wait in line and order face to face. I guess there's the line, but like the big stuff that you see in front of um, of all of the quick service places say, oh, just, you know, scan this QR code and mobile order now. Uh, like there's a lot of, a lot of that. So mm-hmm. I try, we went to Aloha Isle to get our Dole Whip and I really hope I'm getting the restaurant name right. <laughs> and I just walked right on up and they're like, okay, what order are you? And I was like, I was just about to order. Yeah. Cause I had to, you know, mobile order it. So I had to walk out and just do it through the app. So if anyone's going. So you had the mobile order? You it's didn't have to. It's just recommended. it's strongly, strongly okay. recommended. And they have like like normally at like Aloha Isle. Again, hopefully we're saying this restaurant <laughs> name that right. One person. Um, That's right. That's right. That there's like you know like they have like the three windows that are mobile order pickup, and then they've got like the uh, the other three windows or whatever yeah. that are you know you can walk up and order. No, they had like six windows that were mobile order, and then there was one one register like in the corner that was if you really need to stand in line and order here, you can stand in line. If you don't own a cell phone, (laughs) you over here or not technologically proficient, and the cast member doesn't want to let you borrow theirs. Yeah, you you can't like write out a piece of paper just throw it at the cast member, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. We were also you know we were walking from Tomorrowland over to. the west side of the park. Uh, I was really thirsty and I, I needed like some caffeine or something. So I'm like, I, I got to get a Diet Coke. And so we were just walking by um, the, uh, what is it? Pinocchio's Village, Village House. house. And, and uh, there's very clear, like the door that I would have normally walked in is an exit only. You walk around to the other side, kind of by a small, small world. world. And that's where you can go in to pick up the order, the mobile order. I didn't know. I don't know where the uh, the order in line one was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Village House seemed like it was almost 
only mobile order. And mm-hmm. yeah, you even had to do that for just a soda. That was really frustrating because like we, we mobile ordered and like, I mean, if you had just ordered it at the register, right, they would have just like poured the soda right there and handed it to you. And so it did take a little bit longer to, you know, mobile order it and then that number date call when you'd walk in and wait in line to get your thing. Yeah. The one that was closed was uh, Gaston's Tavern. That's right. I was so sad. We were like so stoked to go get our LaFou's brew. LaFou's brew and a, and a cinnamon roll That's and it so was cool. not open and my like heart sank into my stomach. Oh, I'm so I'm, mad. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that one. I love that. I love that place. Well, I mean LaFou's brew in the summer I'm sure it would be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I would imagine Crystal Palace is closed still. Crystal yes. Palace is closed. Any I character, think that's because of character though, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would imagine same with Cinderella's Royal Table as well, huh? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Really quick, uh, what about those quick little like carts where they give you like, oh, you like know, the turkey or, leg, or turkey seen. leg, no. popcorn, no. that kind of stuff? They just no, shut that. down. That's it. You get yeah, no turkey. You, you, can, you can see them actually. I like there. There are a couple that you can see where you can get the uh, those weird flavored. Uh, the, the, the spring rolls, the egg roll things. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the oh, cheeseburger. Cheese oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the deep fried goodness. I love them. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were you there. are one of the only people. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm in no, yo, really? <laughs> cheeseburger, the cheeseburger egg rolls are good, man. Hey, yeah, yeah. I support you with that. <laughs> <laughs> Where does Lee get his Mickey bar? So, uh, at the grocery store. They sell them at the grocery store now. It's even down. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> they do. Oh, let's leave Magic Kingdom and go to the grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> I want a corn dog. So some of the carts were open. Was it like, uh, so was it similar to like going to an after hours party during the day or better? <laughs> better. Okay. Real quick, back right. to the carts. So right. I remember. Okay. So the food carts. So the the food carts that are like they have a home. So like the one there's one by the Hall of Presidents that has like it's like the food cart station and there's like the table set up back there. Um, that one was open. Oh, like the fruit stand and stuff. The fruit stand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ones on Main Street, the ones that have like an actual building over them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And so those the corn dogs ones, probably are safe at Disneyland. Nothing portable Yay. is what you're saying, right? Yeah, nothing portable. Exactly. Like the ones that like it's like essentially like a big freezer on wheels that they just like you know go to a different station. Those are not anywhere to be seen. I wonder if that's yeah to stop people from walking around the park with food as much as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. To your question uh, about whether it was <clears throat> like an after hours party or not, I think the only one that we've been to is the Halloween party, and it was much better than going to the Halloween party. Yes. I actually wasn't a huge fan of the Halloween party, so uh, I I liked that this was even lower crowds than that, and um, everything was open. Whereas at the Halloween party, they closed the Jungle Cruise, which just crushed me. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was even dressed up as a skipper. But. Oh, <laughs> it was, Stephen, Stephen did have a very sad day that day. I'm sorry. Anyways, so, yeah, I, I think it was better. And I think it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know how long you can go with yeah. that. But because those are usually just in the evening. So it's like five hours versus the eight hours. I'd say like, being able to go during the day and do all this stuff is a good value. Leaving the park at seven when the park closes oh at seven God. and it's still daylight outside. That is kind of weird. I bet you that's weird. Yeah. 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 It's like everyone's leaving, outside yet. So. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't though, dark. <laughs> everyone was leaving, you know, mass exodus of the park. And it still took us maybe only 10 minutes to go on the ferry as yeah. opposed to, you know, the hour or so mm-hmm. that it would take to get on that thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, I think this is definitely 
more impactful than 9-11, whereas 9-11 people are afraid to get on a, yeah, people were maybe afraid to get on a plane, but right now people are afraid to go anywhere. People are afraid Mm -hmm. to go to the grocery store. So yeah, that's a good question. If y'all lived in Nevada, would y'all be willing to get on the plane to go to Disney land if it was open or Disney world or we would drive, we would drive to Disneyland. So we went on an airplane. We went on an airplane from here to Nevada to see some family a couple of weeks ago. And I will say I will never get on an airplane until COVID is taken care of. The way that the way that Disney is handling COVID is how I wish the airlines were handling COVID. And that was just not the case. So much so that in September, when we go to visit family, we are driving across the country. Yeah. Can't the family beat y'all halfway? A little bit? <laughs> no, yeah, no, y'all can come to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and Have some tacos. Steven and I are in a little bit of a different situation because we both work from home, so it's not that we're going for weeks at a time. We're going to work from Nevada for a little while just to see family. Oh, I got so, you. I, got I you. understand that people are not, uh, you know, it's we're in a very special situation, but yes, it's... I would agree. I would. I wouldn't go on a plane right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I avoided the monorail for that same reason. It was sitting in the plane. Different was airlines, though, depending on the airline. E- true. Yeah, we it went is- on American Airlines. Uh, Lee, t- tell your customers <laughs> or clients or whatever, don't don't book with American. <laughs> American just uh, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Not Lee broke again, dude. Man, we had the American Airlines people all lined oh, up. No. Oh, well. Sponsored by them, like, <laughs> I would figure out why the heck they would sit husband and wife during a pandemic in separate seats, like not next to each other, on four flights in a row. Oh, like, oh, damn! What? Yeah, what, what the heck? Yeah. Come so, anyway, American. That is not American. <laughs> Very distinctly un-American. Totally America, <laughs> not America. Yeah. Uh, so, how prevalent was the hand sanitizer getting on and off these rides? Oh my God, it was everywhere. (laughs) And it's not like, they're not skimping on the hand sanitizer, you guys. I have small hands for like a person. So I understand that having a large amount of hand sanitizer for me is just like normal, but it was like a puddle in the middle of my hand. And it was so so gross, you guys. I don't know. They're they're pretty much at the exit of every ride. Um, They're all over the place. Are they like automatic? Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, and they're slime. I don't know. To it, me, it's kind of a slimier. Uh, yeah, I've had experienced those. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, a friend of mine. He goes to the, to the parks mm-hmm. all the time. Um, he said that it almost seemed like they were, you know, the same distance apart as like Walt had the trash cans. You know how Walt did like the the test to see like yeah. oh, a person would pick up, you know, wouldn't throw their trash away because there's a trash can so close here and here. So you always have them clumped really closely mm-hmm. same, kind of the same thing with the hand sanitizer it's like you can like lunge from one hand sanitizer to the next to the next like <laughs> just always like cleaning your hands off uh-huh. um that was really nice having all of that uh we brought hand sanitizer but i did didn't not need it out of the backpack very much yeah i, I didn't yeah. need it i just I think that that's something that's going to stay. I think we, we are religious hand sanitizer people anyway when we go to the parks. Like we have hand sanitizer mm-hmm. with us. For but years. I think that this is something that once COVID and all this craziness yeah, goes it's gonna away. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, new, a new permanent thing. Yeah. I wonder who it is. Uh, I guess it's guys. Purell maybe. That could be this new sponsor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> Purell's not slimy. <laughs> no, that's true. You're yeah. right. Purell's not slimy. It, yeah. It wasn't Purell. And I will say. 
I washed my hands like when we got home, like after, you know, and there was like almost like a sticky film on my hands as I was walking. You know, it was so gross. I did not like this hand sanitizer. I'd rather have that than that liquidy stuff that reeks of like tequila. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's some uh, distillery people, made. People yeah. questioning if you fell off the wagon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah I didn't think you drank. Now, did y'all experience any of the character pop up? Uh, things yeah the only one that we that i remember seeing and we saw it like three times is the country bears is that what you're yeah. talking about where like the the actual disney characters will just sort of show up here and yeah there. they're these pop-up appearances like you know where stitch is on the stage and all that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. yeah country bears were hanging out at the uh country bear jamboree like up on the balcony and a waving. Lot. they were there a lot mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all three times we walked by there, they were there. I wouldn't want to be those cast members in those furry suits <laughs> in the heat. All this is they're masked up, right? Let's see, I, I I don't think I remember anything else. I mean, we mentioned the stormtroopers at Disney Springs. That was a while ago, anyways. Um, but nobody else. Yeah, just know. we saw the cavalcade of the princesses. We saw the dancers, and that was really it on character-wise. So, what about some of the? I guess like some of the newer attractions, like in the past, of course, uh, were some of those still open or closed, like Rise or Resistance or, you know, Avatar. They only went to Magic Kingdom, I think, right? That's it? I can speak about Rise of the Resistance. Oh, you can? I was going to say, I remember him talking all that. I figured, okay, go ahead, sir. Yeah, uh, so those newer rides, those are open. um, And the, uh, let's see, so. Mickey's Runaway Railway, I think it's called. Uh, that is open and running like normal, like just like it's a regular attraction. My friend, uh, he walked on it. Uh, you know, brand new ride of March uh, 2020. Walk on. Uh, Rise of the Resistance uh, has shifted their operations only slightly. Uh, I think it's it's running the same way as normal, uh, but the uh, that reservation system that we. Uh, talked on and on about for a while is slightly different uh, because before, you know, you'd have that huge crowd clamoring to get into the park at 8 a.m. or whatever to try and get the uh, the reservation to go on the attraction. Now they have that spaced out. So there's, uh, I don't know, let's just say group A, all, all the, like A1 through 20 or I don't know, whatever. A clump of the, the passes are open uh, at 8 a.m. or when the park opens. The next are released like four hours into park operations. The next are released another four hours into park operations, something like that. So they've staggered them to try and prevent a lot of people from rushing the gates at the park. Uh, so I thought that was really clever and, and like a, a good way to do that because they still have to disperse those things. And really, like that's how it should be in general. I think that mm-hmm. that, that works out well. Yeah. I think they changed it like this week to 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they just added that second grouping, yeah. Does the park normally open at 8 then? Uh, I don't know, 9 o'clock I thought. Okay. But but, I mean, that might have changed. That's probably changed too. Is it still 9 for most? When you said Magic Kingdom, you said 9 to 7, right? Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so same thing. That's 9 to 7. So they added it. Now now they're doing it 10 and 2. Gotcha. But I mean, that literally just happened like, 
three days ago. Oh, as, really? of, okay. as of this recording. I wanted to ask you this last question real quick, just to kind of uh, circle back around. If there are any areas that you think Dizzy does need to improve on, what would they be? They could open Gaston's tavern. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. It's okay to say none. Yeah, you yeah. Think I mean, that I, I'm not here to say that Disney does everything perfectly because we're all still figuring this thing out. I would say that I would like to, obviously I don't want cast members. I think it is going to take away a little bit of the experience if cast members are being policing things. But we did run into a situation at the end of our day where we were boarding the ferry and, you know, we were on our circle, right? Going to get into the next ferry boat and a, the woman next to us with her small child was was like two feet from us. Like right. she was very close to us. Was not on her circle at all. And we and were. It, our it, circle was in like the front left hand corner, like sort of against the wall and a trash can. And so we were literally against the wall, against the trash can, and she was not like getting the like, you know, social hint. Like you should really back up away from me a little bit, you know. Um, so I will say in that situation. Um, as this continues and as obviously they take more and more capacity, you are going to run into those situations where people are just not going to be respectful. And so I think it's going to be either the job of the, of, you know, it could have been the job of Steven and I to politely have asked her, Hey, can you please go to your circle? Um, or, you know, or a cast member in that area, maybe just monitoring, making sure the cues are, being social distance like they should be. Right. The cast members are going to have to do it though, because there's going to be a lot of bull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, really like once it, once it starts getting busier and you try to tell someone, Hey, I, you need to do this or you need to do that. I paid for my chicken. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to happen on the next episodes. of dials on the guy be like, yeah, I tried to tell Sarah to chill out. She punched the person right in the face and did, she was right to do it. Sarah's I mean, going to jump in. Steven's on the ground. Steven's on the ground. <laughs> but I still kicked that person trying to breathe us around. Yeah. So that would be, that would be mine. Um, what would yours be? Babe? I, I don't know. I was. Honestly, after our airport experience, I didn't have high hopes of this being any sort of safe or comfortable. But in general, other than, you know, being extremely hot, uh, I can't help that. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> there's two ways to take that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. All right. Don't All brag. Right. I mean, don't gosh. Don't brag. Jeez. Go ahead. Like, yeah. All right. Fine. Brag. Brag. Go ahead. <laughs> Leave it swinging. Go on ahead. I was impressed. I, I was pleased with it. I would... I think I'm good on going to Disney for a while. I'm not going to push for another trip. Uh, I think we're going to stick with our end of uh, August. I've, when it comes to like going again, I don't really need to go until August when we have our Epcot pass. Um, if something comes up, I guess I would go. I wouldn't say no, but I'm not like clamoring uh, to get back into the park. Uh, it's it's enough of a risk to be exposed that I'll I'll go there just a little bit. But yeah, they, they did a good job. Well, Stephen, is there anything that you would do differently on your next trip that you didn't do this time? Now that you know, given that you know what's up, I would go there earlier. Uh, we got there uh, later, like I said, we started doing the theme park in around one p.m. If I could have gotten there earlier, avoid the heat of the day, and try and get some of the attractions done before the afternoon storms uh, caused some delays, that would have been probably ideal. Um, other than that. I think we did it just fine. I, I didn't. I'm not sad that we missed any rides. We did 
pretty much everything we wanted to do, mm-hmm. uh, ate where we wanted to eat, all that. Yeah, so overall, it was a good trip, and we were able to get everything done. There's one other thing. <laughs> sorry. I had notes, and I was trying to uh, go off of them a little bit, but also going off of memory. Um, one other thing that I do have, like, just it's sort of weird. Um, the reservation system I mentioned at the beginning uh, for annual pass holders, we, we can, we have to book our reservations um, and it is strange. Uh, so Disney world has four parks. You got magic kingdom, Epcot studios and animal kingdom, but we're only allowed to have three passes that did cause a little bit of a problem. So I guess circling back around, thank you, Sarah, for reminding me of that. I, I wish that Disney would allow annual pass holders to at least have just one pass per park. Because right now we're just excluding studios altogether because we're going to go back to Magic Kingdom in October, Animal Kingdom in September, and Epcot in August. So it would be nice to be able to have that Hollywood Studios day there too. It doesn't make sense having three parks and only, or having four parks and only three passes. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, I know obviously other people on the Moeekins podcast have expressed, you know, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to renew your passes or things like that? I think we will renew our passes but I don't know how Disney can keep a lot of its annual pass holders if we're going to keep this reservation system. If we see a price hike too, cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the other thing. Is, um, that, that's, uh, that, that'd be a big red flag for me, mm-hmm. price hike on very, very limited uh, touring. Well, the Downs, guys, uh, we appreciate you taking one for the tribe, as it were. Yes. <laughs> and hitting yeah, the cards. That's hardcore. It is. We definitely appreciate it, and we appreciate you going live. I'm sure the Moeekans appreciated that. And um, yeah, we look forward to hearing more from you uh, from the parks as you decide to experience those things. Although I don't know if they're going to come as frequently as they used to be. Just don't go on the plane. That's the plan. That's yeah. that's the moral of the story yeah. right there. Just avoid an airplane. So I'll go live in the parks anytime I'm there. <laughs> if anyone wants me to go live at Springs too, I'll probably go into Springs more often than uh, the parks. But well, that could be interesting too. Yeah, absolutely. And you can definitely follow us on social media, especially on Facebook. Uh, he'll go live there. And various other media places that he can. So definitely follow us. And uh, look, y'all, if y'all coming through New Orleans, you know, hit us up. We're around. Definitely we'll, we'll will. Socially yeah. distance, uh, whatever. And I'll, I'll spray you down <laughs> with a bunch of greasy things uh, to keep everybody <laughs> That's what safe. I'm talking about. I know. I know you like that. I love part. But uh, guys, thank you very much for coming on the show and giving us this report, man. This has been awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Great you. to talk Thanks to you guys. Yeah, guys. always a pleasure. Mask up. guys we hope you enjoyed that discussion as far as the news goes and covid time visit to magic kingdom magicrway.com is where you can find more about us there you'll find our social media links past episodes and more also you can get in touch with us through the following ways to share your opinion shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com leave us a voicemail via speak pipe widget on our homepage, or you can call or send us a text message at 1-815-MOEKIN that's 1815 Mo weekend six six nine four two two six, and of course we got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Take it away, sir. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up, Eli Ivory? What a great name, Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. 
if you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. And of course, you can always go to IvoryComics.com. Like Mr. Lightfield said, that man's a genius. Listen up to him. Of course, you can find a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat. You can also find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. I'm always there as long as you're a real person and not a bot. That's really cool. Uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. You go to Facebook.com and Look up Project Gations right there. Instagram, EIV504. And of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock1066. Boy, I tell you what, Rob Liefeld, boy, that's the best glory to tell my story. Thank you. And if you want to book a vacation so you go hang out with Downs on the Grounds and get one of our pins, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell them how to book this vacation. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-TOVID, 832-TOE-VID. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. So if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Tovinavika! In addition, y'all, there are so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicrway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Army Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Chernobyl burger.